Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Black Fat Femme Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Dr. John Paul, LLC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Black Fat Femme, where the intersections of identity are celebrated. I'm one of your hosts, John, also known as Dr. John Paul. And while you all were dancing in the rain, my garage flooded. But I'm (gasps) still here, one big ray of sunshine. How are you, Joho? Not you still here. Oh my God. Okay, speaking of sunshine, it's thankfully pretty nice today. So far, it's been actually very sunny for once. Like, there's not very sunny, but like, you know, the, the, uh, the, the clouds have peeked through after a whole week of miserable rain, yeah. which part of me loved because I love the rain. Mm-mm. But damn, what, what the gag was. People last people in August, right? When with when uh, Miss Hillary when Miss Hillary Hurricane was here, the hurricane. Yeah, people were scared about that. But this this is worse than Hurricane Hillary. It really was. Like whoever this bitch is, Hurricane Unknown. That bitch came out of. She said, like, "Here comes a hurricane, bitch!" <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's not done. That's the gag, though. She's not done. <sighs> she's still going. So, like, we get a break for like the next four days, and then all of a sudden, it's rain again for like another week. So it's just it's just a little frustrating, but you know it is. I call it Hurricane Christmas, the gift that keeps on giving. I can't stand it. Mm -mm. The gift you don't want. This is the The hurricane that gives you (laughs) the gift you want return. Yeah, that you want to return. You be you. uh, But then give Black Friday gift. That gift you get from your grandma (gasps) who give you them socks, and you be like, I don't need any more socks, grandma. 
Like I, yeah. I got all the socks that I need. I don't need no more rain. I think the drought is good now. We can stop. The LA River is you know overflow with. We can just stop this. Yeah. That being said, y'all, what's good? It is Church Girl Joho, and I say Church Girl because I'm bringing it back for myself. And while hoes is out here using the Lord's name in vain, I'm out here delivering blessings to bitches on the street. How? I cannot tell you. You have to you have to be with me to find out. But just mm. know, I'm blessing bitches left and right. And without using using the Lord's name in vain, that's it. Won't he do it? I know that's right. You better give these mm. blessings out mm. to the people. So in the tradition of the gift that keeps on giving, we're going to go ahead and give Miss Tisha Kimball her flowers for this week's Still Here. And what I wanted to ask you is, you know, I, I think it's important to talk about it because I think people come to the show and know that we are always like so bubbly and we're always so joyful and we um are oftentimes always like, we oftentimes takes a lot, we take a lot of bad things and we try to see the joy in them. Um, one of the things that I don't think we've necessarily touched on is seasonal anxiety disorder. And I know that, I don't know, I don't know if it's a real thing. I've heard people say it. it, it you know, some people say it's a figment of imagination. Some people say it's a real thing. I don't, I, I don't know where we land in between that, but I do know that my moods change. Like even right now I'm looking at my window and I'm noticing that the sun that I had while I was working out earlier is now gone. Um, and so I'm in the mind of like, okay, here we go again with it being a little darker, a little more gloomy tomorrow, things of that nature. And so I wanted to ask, like, how do you, like, if you believe in sad or seasonal anxiety disorder, um, how do you deal with it? Um, you can go ahead and go first and then I'll go ahead and give my spiel on how I deal with it. Mm, so, okay. So I think, so when I'll say, I think it's seasonal effectiveness or effective disorder. Okay. Like, okay. Like, like how this, like how the seasons affect you okay. versus, like, versus, versus producing anxiety. And I'll say, you know, I, t- I would, I felt like when this was posited, I typically don't feel sad. Like I don't feel that, you know, the sizzle effectiveness disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, but because, because I love the seasons, like I grew up having seasons. Yeah. But I will say since, since I had crystallized into a San Diegan, <laughs> the sun is out more. Yeah. The sad yeah. really do be hitting. Like it actually does be hitting me. Like, and I think, I think it changed the most when I worked from home, like mm-hmm. when, like when, mm-hmm. like when the pandemic happened, because when I was going to an office or going to work, like you, know, I, where I used to work before, I used to work in an office where I was right by the ocean, so I could yeah. see the sun. Yeah. I was in my office a lot, but when I moved and when I lived and when I worked from, from, from home, I was going outside a lot, so the sun hit me differently, right? Because they say when the treatments for sad is like is like light light therapy, mm-hmm. you should get like light on your face. And so yeah. now I'm somebody that if I don't have the sun for more than three days, a bitch does get like. Uh, Where's oh, where are you at? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, 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 mm-hmm. like, like, where, where's my, where's my, 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 my little Ray? Mm-hmm. There's some days, girl. Some days for real. If, if, like, if, if I don't get out once a day to go for a walk in the sunshine, I will at the very least go, just go outside and just stand outside in the sun, just yeah. like have the sun on my face. It just, yeah. it feels so good. It makes me think of all the times in which, um, where I, where my, my first apartment in San Diego, mm-hmm. where we had this balcony that was, that was Eastern facing. So the balcony, the sun would rise on the balcony. And so I would just sit there, like, I would just, just sit there, like bathing, yeah. bathing in sunlight. Mm. Um, so now this one, you know, so now that I think about it, I'm like, you know what? It is real. I think it is real. I think it is a, you know, I know it's on Mayo Clinic. Now I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm not a doctor, but I do know that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. To me, it's real, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say how I navigate it or deal with it, I just make myself go outside however I can. Yeah. Um, I try, you know, 
sometimes it's nice when it's when it's cloudy or raining to curl up with something. I think folks, some folks like some folks like some folks don't have, don't love blankets or like or have blankets. I love me a blanket. I have a whole a whole chest dedicated to just roll up rolled up blankets in my house. I just grab and hold on to. So I think navigating that by being cozy with myself. Um, I have a fireplace that I don't use, but I do think about it a lot because it's cute, right? Like a fireplace is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about, I think a lot about, uh, you know, send some candles up, like go get some candles, get some, you know, good aromatherapy in in, in your life. Uh, yeah. but, you know, put put on some music, put you know, put on some nice old slow jazz, mm-hmm. a little lo-fi moment, just some writing down. Like that's how I can probably make, make, make me feel like my best self in it. Because if it's sunny outside, I won't be home. I'm gonna be outside in the streets, around the streets, right. doing wild ass shit. But if I'm gonna be home, I might as well make myself a little, a little. Uh, you know a little uh, ambiance mm-hmm. but how about you how, how how do you navigate the sad yeah you know so i think it's hard because i i've grown up my whole life is in basically rooted in southern california and so as mm. the years have gone on i've noticed that we don't get seasons as much as we used to and so i think now especially in the last two years and and maybe i'm, I'm wrong in saying this but maybe two last two or three years i feel like we've been getting well we've all we've always had seasons of rain but it was always kind of like a one or two day kind of situation right we'll have two days where it's rainy and then it goes right back to being sunny and then everyone's happy but in the last couple of years it's felt like we've had really long like literally it'll go from like a monday to saturday or like a sunday to thursday kind of like stream of just rain like it's it's it, it's constantly cloudy mm, and rainy, mm-hmm. especially around this time of the year and so i think a big part of it for me has been again the the balance of meds i'm gonna always you know shout out the girls uh who who are on the meds and doing what they need to do with those but i also think too is reaching out to you know folks and and that I that I care about or folks, you know, and just letting them know where my heart yeah. is. You know, I got asked earlier today, you know, someone was like, hey, can we meet? And I had to like lovingly say, you know what, like this week has been very, very heavy for me. And then like on top of the the weather, mm. <laughs> just everything, like I feel slightly overwhelmed. So is it possible that mm. we can try for next week? Right. Like giving myself that 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 level of boundaries to say, like, I I'm feeling how I'm feeling, even if 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 the weather is a part of it yet you know cool if it's not you know i'm still feeling yeah. away right and i think that that's the other thing you know that i kind of wanted to hit on i think you know there's a lot of of, of conversation whether it be connected to the seasonal affective disorder or not where i think we oftentimes feel like when we're when we're down or we're feeling away that we're a bother to people and so i think the biggest thing that has been helping mm-hmm. me a lot with the, the weather changes and with the way i'm feeling about life and the constant just being beat over the head with all of the stuff happening around us um, is really Mm. allowing myself to say I'm in my feelings. And if people feel a way about me being in my feelings, then, oh, well, you know, I, I I really can't, you know, I'm not going to play up this game that I'm going to always be happy, even on my worst day. And we're all, I I, I keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. We're all contending with a lot you know, it is, the world is expensive. We're not being paid enough. We're being asked to do more. We're all navigating health issues. I think for me, the biggest mm-hmm. thing is seeing folks around me get older and they're navigating their health issues. And then, like I said, there's weather. So there's all of these factors that really feed into the ways that people feel. And then it's now dark, dreary, and gloomy four or five days out yeah. of the week. Um, 
so that for me is just kind of saying like I check in, like I, I definitely use my therapist, definitely very much in the mind of of telling myself I have to set boundaries and and know when enough is enough. And you know, even today, today is one of those days where after we do this show, I'm you know. If, if there's an email that comes through and like, hey, I need X, Y, and Z, y'all gonna get it tomorrow. Yeah. You may even get it on Monday because <laughs> I don't got it. I really don't. And 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 I want <laughs> to know that, you know. So Yeah. You know, I have to say, I in this, this like this conversation makes me think about like all the people who live in like the Midwest mm-hmm. or the South where they're like perpetually, like more public public, more perpetually. Uh, frozen during winter time, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, damn, I'm, I'm sure they're listening like these weak, weak bitches. Like, I know they, they, yeah, they, they, out, they out here crying about some rain. They're like, bitch, try, try driving on black eyes. No, why I gotta be black? No, and uh, why, why I gotta be black? <laughs> <laughs> why I gotta be black? No, and that's real. And like, man, let me tell you, going up to Park City a couple of weeks ago, and all that snow was coming down. I looked around. I said, I, this could never be me. I said, I genuinely okay. like. <laughs> Love everybody in Utah and Colorado and all the other places where it snows, but that will never be me. I don't. It's agree, pretty. Man. I look. <laughs> it, it's pretty, but I want to be. I want to sing it forever. Nope. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I grew up. We, my family and I would go to, we, we, we go to Lake Tahoe every year, Mm-mm. and there is, and, and I'm like, I'm like, I loved it because I would get to leave. Like right, right. I want to stay in this, living this. Like this is wow, and like I. I just, I'm not a snow queen. I'm not. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You can't give me no snowboard. You can't give me no skis. I want to make snow angels, baby. I want to be. I want to be. I want to be the with the, the warmth is like. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm a warm. I'm a warm blood type of girl. I don't want to be on this cold ass shit. So, oof, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure people who have actual winter seasons are like, you use me to calm down. And yeah. honestly, work. California crybabies is probably what they call us. And it's okay. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, 51 is not cold. And I'm like, it's cold for California. If it's 51 degrees, it's cold. If I see clouds in the sky, it's cold. Like, it's cold. I don't care what none of y'all say. It is cold. But with that being said, we have to take a break. But when we get back, we are going to jump into our category is segment for this week. So grab a snack and come on back. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Me 
Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hey fam, this week we're going to talk a little bit about the Grammys, but more than anything, we're going to get into some conversations about white mediocrity. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the things that folks have white, haven't talked. I just love, real quick, I love saying white. Like, if it's W-H, it, it's going to be a hua for me. Yeah. Like, when people start saying hua, like, what? I love saying what? Like, it's just, it's just, as the emphasis, the little umph, the little base to it. But we're going to discuss some things that folks have been talking about across all the awards, all the seasons in the last few months. And a lot of it being rooted or based in conversations about how and why white, me- white, white mediocrity and the ways we celebrate mm. certain artists and how black artists, specifically black queer artists, practically have to fight to be seen mm-hmm. for, for being as good as, if not better than their white counterparts. Yeah, I... You know, so we've mentioned this in several iterations of the show, and I'm glad that we're finally getting to it because, you know, there was there was a part of me. So I'm going to go off script a little bit and then I'll jump back on script. I was saying to not only texting to you, but a few other folks in in my my chat groups, right, that I think it's interesting that so many people were mad that SZA didn't win this year for the Grammys. Newsflash, I think we've had enough days from the Grammys where we can say that SZA didn't win. Yeah you know, album of the year and people were so upset. And even there were people like actual execs, like music execs tweeting like this is this even is billboard. Awesome. Yeah. Like billboard, billboard, the like, whole, like, the billboard was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, Ooh, yeah, that, 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 that is like the musical gatekeeper. Right. Like, hey, right. Wow. Yeah. My biggest thing becomes if we, if we can't even like, if Beyonce can't get album of the year you know, and again, no shade to SZA. I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge, like there, her songs will come on in passing as i'm listening to other albums you know how like you can put on apple music you can put the rotation on where it keeps music playing after yeah, you yeah. listen to an album or a song her music yeah, yeah. will come up often and so there have been some songs that i have leaned into because of you know hearing other songs but what i will say mm-hmm. is i look back and i go well if beyonce can't even get album of the year and beyonce in my opinion in the industry is like the top of the top like who what makes us think that a SZA is going to get it. And then you also look at the, the, mm. the, you look at the, you know, the environment around us and you start looking at like the, I guess they said in 25 years, only four black people have ever won it. So like it's, mm-hmm. it makes you start to question. And then, then there's the messiness of it all around like BET saying, well, you need to come over here to be celebrated and all of these different things. But, you know, I, I think for me, it just, it, there is this conversation that needs to happen around the ways that, it's not even just black artistry and music it's black creativity is not given the the platform or the the i don't i personally so i will say this first let me say this and then i'll make the point i'm gonna make i want to make it very clear that as we're having this conversation that we didn't come to this conversation just to bash white artists because i want to make it very clear i like miley cyrus's flower song um i go up (laughs) for Dua Lipa um, or was it Dua would she call her Peep Dua Peep <laughs> Dua yeah. Peep yeah I love Dula Peep and you know I you I know every single word off of her last album and I will be the first to buy the new album that's coming out so I want to make it very clear 
that I am not here. Not, this conversation is not coming from a place of, you know, I want to bash white artists and I want to talk poorly about them. No, I want to mm. talk about the industry standards that make it so difficult for black artists, specifically yeah. black queer artists like Victoria Monet and like Janelle Monet to be able to excel, right? If we really think about it, right? Like even thinking about what Miley did a few years ago to platform herself as an artist, she was doing the same exact thing that a lot of black artists had been doing for years and everyone mm -hmm. in the industry ate it up, right? Um, mm -hmm. So now you have, I, and I hate saying her name because I, you know, I, I her, her minions probably will come after us for this, right? Taylor <laughs> Swift has been, puppeting in a lot of ways and parroting Beyonce in a lot of ways and it's just mm. it's, it's it, the old like, I guess what I put down is the old question remains why do we always have to be excellent for anyone to recognize like why do we have to constantly excel at everything for the world to look at us and say wow your craft is you know valuable like who you are and what you're doing yeah is important you know yeah so so one so one you know, I will confirm the there have only been three black black female artists who have won album of the year. Black. Lauren Hill, Natalie Cole, and Whitney Houston were the only three to have to have done it. Yeah. And and there hasn't been um I think I think I mean so I think I think Lauren Hill was in the nineties. Yeah. So like twenty five years, a quarter a quarter of a century essentially has gone by with black women who have made incredible music, mm -hmm. uh, black folks who made incredible music and still have not gotten the accolades that they may, they may deserve. And so I think, so when, so when to your, you know, to, to your point about, to your point or question about why do we have to be, why do we always have to be excellent? First of all, I asked, did you see the video of the girl breaking down the point about Taylor's lyricism and work being the same as her peers? But her peers being the young queens like Olivia Rodrigo, who was like a decade younger than her, that that had me oh. tickle pink because I was because I mean it it was it it was it was a very sharp critique and I was like oh and I and I I think I think the dig was a little bit too sharp I was like damn you really said that she really is <laughs> not, not better yeah. than than Olivia Rodrigo who already allegedly has beef in the first place I was like ooh girl that is wild but I got the point and I agree like I I agree like I think. I mean, you said like, we aren't here to bash white folks. But Harmony's like, well, aren't we here? I mean, that's Loki. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I kind of am because white folks get everything. Well, um, see, okay. And, you know, so okay. I, I, I JS, but you know, like folks like Tay Tay are platform for music that really isn't that different from everyone else in their lane. Right, right. And yet they're absolutely lauded repeatedly for being simple. Like it's some simple ass shit. There are folks who like go out here and really debate lyrics and yes i can acknowledge like some lyrics are like oh that is low-key poetry and there are other lyrics where i'm like girl she just sang to drop to my guitar i mean and i'll be clear i'm somebody who used to love to this when i was younger like when she first came out i love i loved her i thought she was great but she was she also was in her lane right like she was a simple country girl um then she got into pop and stuff and i think i think there's a moment in which like in which she was like doing great i think there wasn't someone like her at that moment in time and i think that's something to say about maybe the space in which she's helped open up for other for other girls who maybe this like country pop blend of things um but i don't think she need, i don't think anyone deserves to capitalize off of it, off of it for so long in this way either right. um 
And then, like, I know if folks. I, if, if I can, I don't want to cut you off, but if I can, I think it is imperative that I name that she has, she has popularized. And I think that's, the, that's the, that is the gist of why I have beef with this woman is that it's not even about mm. her music or about her artistry. It's the fact that she continues to keep using this narrative of, oh, I'm the victim or I'm this, this, I'm this woman who has yeah. been, you know, harmed in this way and look how successful I am. And it's, yes. it, just, it feels like, like from, from, you know, Kanye West to even this, this, idea of like and i don't i don't really know how the connection is made but i know that folks were feeling mm -hmm. away about jay-z saying what he said on the stage about people not belonging in the categories even that felt really gross like the way that she just kind of got up there and was like oh my god i can't believe that this happened to me and i'm like yeah bitch it happens to a lot of white women like you it happens to a lot of white people. it happened to you four times like it's the first time it happened no. to you it's happened to you three other times beforehand like, it has happened four times yeah Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I think, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Like, I think, and I, I think people, some people like will scare me for what I said before. I do think like some of their work, whether it's hers or other folks like her, I think some of their work like is sophisticated. Like, I think there is careful play on words. I think there is great songs that, 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 that can be there. Her I'm not saying that they're. <laughs> <laughs> I am giving her You're a lot. Her right, a lot. Right. Go off. No, what, what, the, 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 what I was saying, like, I don't like. I, I'm not saying to her. I think. I think right, like, right. like other folks, like like you know, that are, that are like her as well. I, but like, the issue for me is that there are black folks and the folks of color, and particularly queer folks and queer black folks who have put out incredible music in terms of lyricism, yeah. beats, storytelling. Like, I'm like, I'm so sorry, but like. I don't feel like some of these artists could give me the storytelling that Kendrick Lamar has given, that Beyonce has given, that, 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 that even Jay has given. I mean, they even like like real talk. Ooh, I can't even say this. This is this is uh, this is hard right now. Oh, I know. I won't say. I won't say it. Chris, believe believe what I'm about to say. But even given oh, us, no, like <laughs> has given us lyrics has given us beats has given us bangers right no! like not and truly like go off. <laughs> sorry yeah but no, no, no but, but truly right like like she has put out a body of work that like what will span way beyond her that like that yeah. like had done things for the culture that people will never give the accolades for you know right, right. and I'll, I'll, I'll be clear i i i can't fuck with her right now i period i just can't fuck well with i don't her right think anyone can but what i will say but like but yeah, you're right you're like, right but the, the, the history of her work spe like speaks for itself. And I think what I also think sometimes, what bothers me is that they don't get consideration for the same awards. And I think to your point about, you know, like about folks like Taylor, anyone who plays victim in things, like it, sh it reminds you so much of how so many white women Quite. will claim victim for something. Oh, yes. That, oh, yes. like, like yes, like, yeah. yes, I'm sure, like, Yes, I'm sure it is true in some ways and hard to be a woman, period. And as a white woman, you are the, dare I say, most protected class. Mm -hmm. Even on, like, like, like white men are the worst in, in many ways. Right. But white, like, white women are often protected. And so when they, when they play victim or talk about being victims, and I think there's a very real space conversation be had about being a victim and what that looks like. Mm -hmm. But sometimes there's a lot, there's a lot of self victimization or insertion of self mm -hmm. into lanes that like didn't even surround them. Right. Like right, I'm right. sure people who are bothered about Jay-Z speech, the making about Taylor, I like no one, he didn't say it was about Taylor or not. He like he was just saying period. He explicitly say like, her name. Anybody out. 
He said so, people in the sp- like let, let, in the words of Rihanna, Miss Fenty, let's be clear. <laughs> she he said that he would go as far some as some of y'all. Yeah, some of y'all, some he of y'all don't category. even belong. And what he meant by that was the way I took it was that there are a lot of people who have gotten to where they are by basically they got there on the backs of, of luck in a lot of ways that they have yeah. not put in the time, the talent and it's uh, coming up in our, you know, I, I know I'm a few well, years luck old. and preference, luck and preference, luck and I, preference think, like... because I would even say, and again, I'm not trying to make it seem like, Oh, I'm older. So I know, no, I think me and you came up both in a time <laughs> where you could probably remember when music, it was like, you had to hustle to like, get to the Grammys. It wasn't like you could just wake up tomorrow mm-hmm. and be nominated for a Grammy. It was very much given mm-hmm. you had to be out on the ground doing award shows, performing in, in malls. You mm-hmm. had like you there was a there was a grit that came to being a singer. And that's the reason why you heard a lot of people like put out an album or they'll put out a single, put out an album and they go away. They would go away because when you would talk to them, you would find out they would say, this is too much. This industry is too much for me. I can't do this anymore. And so that's the thing. But I I think to your point, you know, the, the, the notion of the victimhood narrative and even just people trying to posit it as, oh, you know, I, I had tweeted out something to the avail of, you know, there's something very interesting to the ways that, you know, we constantly laud women, and I say women, not even just Taylor Swift, but white women, to this way of basically giving them the space and the ability to be offended, even if they're not directly named. And I think that there's also something to be said about the ways that these industries, and this was the point that I was really trying to make when, you know, mm-hmm. I know you brought this up initially and, and we went in and we were going to dive into it, but I really just think that there's something to be said about for me, I think it's 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 the the where I'm coming from in this conversation is the the creativeness and the caliber of 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 artistry that we have to hold. And I this is where my mind is. I'm, I have like a million things flowing through my head. I think for me, what really makes me angry and what really pisses me off is to know that there are a lot of black artists, specifically queer artists, who are saying. I am overlooked. I'm not supported. I'm not doing, I'm not getting any help with anything. And they still excel, right? Like Victoria, like I want, I keep going back to Victoria Monet. Victoria Monet has been very vocal about her 15 years of being in the industry saying, I got a lot of no. I got mm-hmm, a lot of people mm-hmm. who literally brushed me off. I had a lot of people slam doors in my face. You know, I even had, you know, I forget who she said. I forget what record label it was, but a record label, she made a couple of demos and they shelved it, right? Like, that's the kind of stuff. So for a, a person like Taylor Swift to get up and be like, oh, my God, it's so hard to be in this industry. And I'm just so thankful to be seen. It's like, girl, do you know what other black artists are going through out there to just even get on a mic? Like, I, I'm sure that Yanni Blue and 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 Amir could tell us stories mm, of what they go mm. through being in the industry, right? Like it's it's that kind of stuff that really really burns mm. my biscuits when we talk about white mediocrity. So, ooh ooh, you honestly you said you said a, a mouthful there because it really has me thinking about. Uh, thinking like so much, it's about the artists who didn't get their accolades for the, the awards. Like I think a lot about like I think a lot about. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan, oh, who's like one of my oh, favorite artists ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's been nominated for so many Grammys and only won two. She's been nominated for so many awards and only won a few of them. Yeah. And I mean, 
Like, right, like her voice, like there is no other voice like hers. Like truly, like she's someone that I don't know many voices or any voices that sound like her voice. Correct. Like her voice is one of my favorite voices of like my life. Yeah. And I'm like, why does she not have like the the, the, the accolades that, that, you know, that, that she, that she de- deserves still. And I think, you know, there is, um, I think your point about Victor Monet is really special too, because I appreciate that she brought up with her. Was it the like the 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 executive at the regular label she's at now who said that person had picked up because right. when that that label shelved her work she had picked up her stuff the, those demos and said I'm gonna make my own thing come with me and do this yeah. and like look at where that got her right yeah like yeah it took it took but like that's I can't imagine as an artist to put out so much work and you know like to, have, to put out so much work and also have like have your work put in the shelf like that and have nowhere to go like that. I can't imagine that happening to somebody because that just sounds like the biggest slap in the face and punch in the face too. Yeah. Um, and so I really appreciate that. And I appreciate that she, that she brought up the executive with her as well too on the stage and named that, how that person has, how changed your career, but also that's like it's been 15 years. Like that is so long. You spend grinding in this game to, to like to, to, to go somewhere and then get recognized for it. And it, I'm, and I'm just opposing with Miley's, Miley's speech, because I probably appreciate her saying mm-hmm. several times that the award isn't so important when it comes to the worth of the work. And I think there is something special there. But just putting that right with with Victoria Renee naming that took 15 years to get here, right? In a society where meritocracy does rule, right. it is hard not to believe that these awards don't matter to the people who will put in the work. Like oh, no, it's easy God. to say they have to matter to us. Like they, they, like, and what I mean by that is, is like for black, like we don't get the choice to say an award as a black person or as exactly. a black person. Does exactly. It. Like I know like, it's easy saying. to say that. Right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's not important when you win it. Right. But yeah. you ha- like, you can't get in the door to win. It. So yeah. like, girl. Yeah. And yeah, it's so it and just, it's even like so you know kind of I'm I'm gonna dovetail a little bit off of script again and saying like even for our show right like I have a lot of people in my inner circle when I talk about this show and I talk about the accolades that I I'll just be transparent the accolades that I feel like we don't get you know as black queer podcasters who are out here really hustling mm. and really trying to 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 really do it with the support of the team at iHeart but I, I talk about that and people are, why are you so caught up on the awards why are you so caught up on the accolades or people mentioning your show and i go because you don't seem to understand that we are easily dismissed like as black fat femmes we easily get we get pushed to the back right because we're not desirable or the things that we talk about are not necessarily what people want to engage and so it's the same thing Mm -hmm. in a lot of facets of television it's the facet of entertainment as a whole Mm -hmm. like entertainment does not want the the minoritized to be at the center or at the front and so when you do get a show like this show on iheart it's a i'm just to be it's a big fucking deal because for so long I was never able to say, oh, I feel like a network of of iHeart's caliber actually cares about what I have to say as a black fat femme, you know? And that's the thing, like, I, I, I'm going to just say it this way. I know we have so many other things we need to carry, but I'm going to just say it this way or cover. But I'm going to just say it this way. I think it is extremely... Um, I don't, I don't know the word that I want to use. I will just say it this way. It burns my biscuits when people dismiss folks who want to be validated in their work, especially mm-hmm. when they're up against so much. And 
I I I don't know how we got here. <laughs> I think this 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 conversation mm-hmm. has struck a chord in me um because I have been feeling this for the last couple of months, right? Um not necessarily saying I want every single award, but I will say on record that it is extremely hurtful when you feel like you put so much of yourself out into the world and the world ignores it. I think also kind of and I'm going to talk more about this later with TS Madison, right? Um you you put so much of who you are out on the front line like and then folks that you believe are supposed to support you or brands that you think are going to turn around and uplift you mm-hmm. pay you dust and so i can see why a beyonce it has nothing to do with beyonce having 32 grammys it's the idea of beyonce saying i poured my heart my soul my life into making this art in a way that other artists will never have to do and then you give it to a white man who says oh this ha- this never really happens to someone like me what like mm-hmm. that 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 for mm-hmm. me is, is is it when i come on the mic i'm fielding you know and i say i don't know if you get it but i know i get it i'm fielding all of the trolls on twitter who are calling me ugly i'm fielding all of the trolls on twitter who are calling me dumb who are telling me that my degree doesn't matter who is telling me that you know i had someone harassing me a couple of weeks ago like these are the things that you do when you put yourself out there and i knew i knew when I pitched this show, I knew that this was going to be a part of it, right? I knew this was going to be a mm. part of the journey. But when someone comes along and tells me, oh, girl, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you get the award. Fuck that. Yes, it does. It does <laughs> matter because those awards are going to be the only thing that keeps us on the air. Real talk. Mm. <sighs> I know I said a lot, but. No, but I think. You know, I think you're absolutely right. It is like, yes, I can hold that in some ways these things don't matter in the grand scheme. And also when we're fighting against the gatekeepers of culture, this does matter because like the accolade isn't just for us. The accolade is for everyone that looks like us or is like us and and can come after us. Like, the issue, like for example, like for example, like the issue with, I think for like folks to your point about the Beyonce's thirty-two Grammys, is not that she has not enough Grammys. It's the fact that having a black woman be album of the year gives more space for more black women to have album of the year as well too. Bingo! Like people, like people don't understand that having these accolades is not about the accolade itself, but it means to everybody else like them because when Amen. you have folks who win this and they say. This doesn't happen to someone like me, but everyone that wins that award looks like them. Amen. All it affirms is that everyone who looks like them can get the awards. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. think of the folks who don't get that, who are like, my work will never be seen as special enough because of who I am. And and and, 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 and also that that right, like people are saying, people will say, let the work speak speak for itself. Okay, then let the work speak for itself. But that's not what happens because people who win are the ones who look like everybody else. Correct. So the work is not speaking for itself. Period. In the first place. So don't. So they don't patronize us by saying that hey. when the work isn't speaking for itself because no one cares about the work in itself and of itself anyways yeah yeah you are you got me hot now no, and it's, goddamn I, I, you have a right i think we both have a right to be hot because i think you know I, i'm in the mind of not enough of us are hot and what i mean by is that not enough white mm-hmm. folks who are in positions of power 
are looking around and saying this is unfair, right? Like I, I think mm. that that's that's the bigger part of this conversation. And I think <laughs> I wanted you to read. <laughs> I'm gonna steal it from you, but I'm gonna say it anyway. The fact that someone <laughs> said that Taylor Swift is like Starbucks, bitch, <laughs> taking me out. I just want to say that seeing that on is <laughs> taking me down. But I think the hubby is screaming. <laughs> they aren't wrong but all of that to be said like i think that there is so even just making that statement and this is that's that's why i brought it up because it's going to tie into what i'm going to say seeing you say that right it's like for for all of us and i think that's why i said we all have the right to be mad it's like not only do we we have Mm -hmm. to be like we have to and, and we're told this in so many iterations well do it yourself start it yourself pour into yourself and it's like well how many times are other white creators being told that they have to start it themselves or that they have to lift themselves up or that they have to support themselves right they don't because the world the world supports them right there's a starbucks on every single corner no one's telling starbucks oh girl you know your your company's failing so you should you should do more work no we all know starbucks is a very very successful company and it's continued to be that way because of everything that's worked in its favor it had a white creator had a white Mm -hmm. man who created it people fed so there's all of these like it's the the bottom line of what i'm i guess when i'm the the point i'm trying to make is resources we don't have enough resources we've never had Mm -hmm. enough resources Mm -hmm. and every time we mention hey i would just love to be seen i would love a little bit more support i would love to be heard a little bit more can somebody just please just just give us a little bit of extra something it's you're being mm. told you want more you want too much and i i i, I it just it, it's not fair it's not fair and i think it's important to name that for anyone who was upset that SZA didn't win that's that's valuable for people who are still mad that beyonce didn't get album of the, the year last year still fair um and people who are feeling any type of way in any in, in any way um I guess I can just say this here. I was going to save it to my to my yes ma'am and my no ma'am pams. If you are feeling a way about a certain thing in your life as a as a black person, as a black fat person or a black fat fam, speak on it. Like we are we are mm-hmm. long are the time long gone are the times where I think we should be biting our tongues mm-hmm. and not talking about the injustices that we are facing. Mm-hmm. Monique is doing it. Uh Cat Williams is mm-hmm. doing it. We have um, our baby who was in, in Color Purple doing it, Taraji P, who's doing it. Even mm-hmm, Coleman, mm-hmm. in aspects of his career, has mentioned it. it. This is this is the time for you to use your voice and say, this is not fair. I'm not being given equitable resources to be successful in whatever facet I want to be in. And people mm. are just going to have to deal with it. I appreciate you, you, you naming that, especially bringing up Taraji, because I think people have Kim have come for Taraji because they're like, well, you still make millions of dollars and such. And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yes, yes, yes. Like I understand that. I'm like, yes, capitalism sucks. And at the end of the day, there, there's a conversation we had about people who make um, absorbent amounts of money for sure. And there's also a conversation about being a black woman in media or black person in media period or yeah. in entertainment yeah. and how you are continually having to fight for a chunk of what your white counterparts will receive in payment for things Trump. or, or fight for, fight for a role mm-hmm. that the, uh, that the, the white person doesn't even have to have, doesn't even have to audition for mm-hmm. just gets the role. Like they're like, there is still a job that people have to do. Mm-hmm. And the issue is that the, 
issue isn't that she makes too much money. The issue is in the labor that she has to put in just to be seen as good enough. Yeah. And not even excellent, but good enough. And so I, I appreciate you saying that. I also want to bring in a point that you had done before on in the show notes that you talked a little bit about thinking about like how we how we consider what we want to be celebrated for and who we want to be celebrated by. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good point that I want to make sure that we, that we touch on in, in, in okay. this episode. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. getting clear on what we want to be celebrated and by whom. Like that really is the question. To the, and to the point, you know, we we had mentioned uh, we, in the show notes, we, we had mentioned BET as like a, as a network and John mentioned BET earlier as a place for like, where, like, where, like where, where black folks go to feel celebrated, which I think is very special. But I think also brings a question of mm. for us, does that make a difference to us? Yeah. Like, is it enough for us to just be celebrated by other black folks? Mm-hmm. Or do we want or need to be celebrated by the larger community outside of us? Even more, is it is it enough for us to just be, feel excellent as ourselves, as a creators of something or not? Like, those are things we actually, actually have to reckon with as a community, as creators, as people in entertainment. Like, mm-hmm. what it, to, like, like to, to what end? To what end? Do we, <laughs> to really what end? To what end? Like, do we want and need to be celebrated? <laughs> <laughs> or um, lauded, you know, or um, like, or acknowledged for our work, yeah. Because that is something that that really, is, you know, like, like when, like when, when Taraji speaks about that, Taraji's not saying, "I don't feel acknowledged by, I don't feel acknowledged by other black folks," right? She's naming that she feels lauded by other black folks, and she is right. Like, like people, she's one, she's one of like, she's like, she's like everyone's favorite auntie. Like everyone uh-huh. loves Taraji uh-huh. Benson. What she's yeah. saying is that she wants to be acknowledged as by her white counterparts. The same with Viola Davis, right? When she had that yeah. speech about um, in the interview saying, like, people call me the black male street, but don't pay me male street money. money. Yep. Or, you know, Julia Moore, like she, she, she's saying, yes, I'm acknowledged by my black community and that's amazing. But when the white folks are the gatekeepers of what happens in our society and our media and our culture in this ways, she wants me to acknowledge that too. And so, I mean, so, so I think sometimes like I, I often question, is it enough to just be celebrated by, by other black folks? And no, why? No. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna say no because it's not enough because society doesn't look at BET the way that they do the Grammys. Society doesn't treat mm-hmm. the NAACP mm-hmm. awards the same way that we treat the Emmys, right? We don't know, so it's mm-hmm. not enough. Like I need to be lauded by. I'm gonna just be real. I want to be lauded by everybody. I want everybody. I want. I want the white people giving me my coins and my, my and, and and what is due to me. I want. Latinx people, I want the the A A A P I people. I want all the people. Mm-hmm. I want everybody. Mm-hmm. All the people. I want, and, and and I don't say that. I, I want to make this very clear. And I know we're going long in this segment. I want to make it very clear that I'm not saying that I want it all because I'm greedy. No, what I'm saying is the reason why I want all of the I want all of the applause and I want all of the the the, the flowers thrown at me is because this shit is hard. This shit is hard. And what I mean by that is it's not just about this podcast. It's about this idea that I had to even like just to, I'm going to take it there for me to even put this deck together to send it over to iHeart. I had to go through hell from the time I was 18 to 24 to even get get a facet of what this show is mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. i went through something so black fat femme is not me just saying oh i'm black fat and femme and i want to be seen no black fat femme comes from a show of someone telling me that they did not like me because i was black fat and femme 
So Ooh. I had to take that trauma and I had to say, how am I going to dig out joy out of that trauma to create something that other people can see themselves in? That's what this show is. And so no one. So when I say I want all of I want I want all of what's due to me. What I am initially saying is, is that I have been through shit in this world that could have taken me out and I am still here. And it is the same thing mm -hmm. with black artists who say I have been through shit in the industry and that shit could have taken me out and I am still putting out an album. And yes, you may give me a Grammy nomination or you may have given me a Grammy, but that does not take away from the fact that when I go home tomorrow, I'm still going to have to work twice as hard as somebody who doesn't look like me just to get mm. another Grammy or to get another GLAD nomination or to get another or to get another NAACP award nomination. That's what mm. that is. So, yes, I want it all. As, as you were saying that, I was thinking about, I struggle with feeling like I want it all sometimes and like what that means for me. And I've been rewatching Pose yeah. and I've been rewatching re Electra because Electra is someone who wants it all and people falter for it mm -hmm. or blame her for it. Um, and I was watching it after I, after I finished watching First Wives Clubs on, on the, 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 the BT version of it. Um, and uh, Joe's no, character no. also wants it all. Mm -hmm. That show is the show is the show is right. I you hope they have a good season. That show is right. Y'all, y'all mentioned when you were Christmas music. Go off. It is. It, it's a good. It's such, it's such a good. Show. I mean, the third season was wild, but it's such a good show. But like, and I, and I think a lot about Ashmere Preston when she was on our show. We had talked about the the uh, for first wife club, first wives club, and how. Right, like she wants, like this character wants it all, and how I'm like, it's not really good, but Ashley Preston got me together by saying, like, well, like, like I'm like I'm actually here for a black woman wanting it all and saying mm. she wants it all because so many black women and so many black folks will never get to have it all. Period. You will so, never. Yes. Like, and so, so, so here you say this is like, yes, like I want it all because the people above me get to have it all. And I don't get to have it all. And Amen. again, like you having it all, you having it all isn't just for you to have it all. It's so people who come after you can also have it all too. Yes. Like it actually isn't wrong to want to want everything, yes. to want the opulence of it all, because we are told from birth that we will never achieve that. Amen. Because of who we are. And so the so like the the, the practice of actually getting it and saying that you've done it. Bitch, that is like that is that is powerful. That is like the highest power you can, highest power you can achieve, and people who come after you can then say, "Oh, I, I can also have it all." Mm -hmm. It actually isn't impossible. While the cards are so set, 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 set against me, this person made it easier for me to get through the door and get everything too. So I support you in having it all, bitch. I I, I want you to have it all too. as well. That's why that is why you are my co-host on this show. When when the when the universe gave me a chance, I said I want to bring along mm -hmm. the people I feel like I have have been in my back pocket from the from the start. And you were one of those people, and mm -hmm. you will always be my good Judy and my good Ace. And I will always love you for the ways that you have supported me. But I definitely do believe that we need to get away when we talk about white mediocrity. We need to get away from this idea of black people saying I deserve more as them being greedy because. Society mm -hmm. has already mm -hmm. been greedy and has stolen so much from us already. So when we say we want to reclaim, folks will get all still. Amen. So yeah, amen, I, mm -hmm. amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh, girl, my good sis, I love you so much. We deserve it all. We and together we gonna get it all. I, I know, know that's right. <laughs> that being said though y'all to have it all we have to tend to our sponsors first and pay some bills so we can have it all. So we'll be back in just a few moments. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. All right, y'all. So we are back. And this week we are going to go ahead and do a mailbag slash who said that? Who said that? Uh, <laughs> Chris, can you cut that in, please? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Um, we're going to do a who said that moment where we respond to a letter that we've received because I felt like it was important for us to acknowledge it. Um, remember that if you do have a thought or if you feel a certain type of way, we're not going to always read all of your emails. But if we do feel like it's important that we need to bring it on the show, we will. You can send your thoughts and your emails over to blackfatfempod at gmail.com. And in moments like these, um, we got to call a family meeting. You know, somebody said, oh, we got to call a family meeting, girl. (laughs) So we're coming to the table to make sure that everybody in our BFF fam feels like they're heard or seen. So, Joho, did you want to go ahead and read a segment of the the letter that we got? And we're going to omit the name of the person just because they didn't say that we can use their name. Um, But we wanted to make sure that the person who wrote in knows that we hear them and that we see them. So go ahead. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And first, I just I just want to say before I read it, like I I'm really glad that we're doing this because maybe there's shows that do this, but like what show would read a call in like this yeah. and yeah. like 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 address it? And so I think it's really special and powerful. And I know I know like it may not feel great in some ways, but I really appreciate this ability that we're able to do this. So mm-hmm. the person says, "Hello, thank you for all that you do. I'm a big fan of the show." And I just want to share my thoughts on how Dr. John Paul expressed their desire to protect two individuals on love on the spectrum. As someone who is autistic, disabled, and neurodiverse BFF, I could not help but have a feeling, discomfort, and ickiness, if you will. DJP says they have a special place in their heart for individuals with special needs. I cannot help but feel the way that they expressed their desire for these two individuals on the show was infantilizing. 
I acknowledge they acknowledge people will say they're being problematic and you have to double down on what they were saying with regards to two autistic individuals. It is one experience I've experienced and have worse that has worsened my mental health and factoring why people did not believe me respond in ways that further harmed and traumatized me. Mm. I interpret it as a neurodiverse autistic equivalent of what they shared on Fanti with the iconic Trevor Anderson with regards to DEI programs or the racial dynamic in companies where you are on DEI programs as my black babies. <laughs> Kindly do better and if possible, mm-hmm. invite more BFFs who are on the spectrum or, e- or even have ADHD onto the show to talk about disability justice and their neurodivergence. Again, I say this not just as an autistic person, but as a BFF who's faced oppression from pretty much everyone, black, queer folks included. Again, love the show and all that you do. Yeah. So first off, um, I I want to say a part of me is like, I want to apologize, but apologies don't mean anything. Uh, the impact versus the intent versus impact, mm. right? Um, I wanted to recognize that. And so thank you, Joho, for reading that. And thank you to the person who wrote this. The email is actually a lot longer. and There's a lot of nuanced things that I've read over and I've really tried to process. And I want to make sure that I make it very clear that I understand the point And I also understand how that can, how what I shared about liking that show and liking those specific two characters can come across as a my black baby. So I want to validate that. Um, and I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to even go, but or say anything else. I, I acknowledge that that is the way that you feel and that is how it came across and that's how it landed and that's where it's going to stay. Um, I think the other part of it is though, is that I think the part for me that I'm, and and I want to say this on the air, the part for me that's also a little that I struggle with, or that I'm, that I'm, that I guess I'm wrestling with in this conversation is the idea of how I'm, and I say, I don't even say I'm, I think we as people are expected to know Mm. and understand every single person's experience. So I want to acknowledge both things. I want to acknowledge that Yes, there was there was hurt that was done by me saying that I appreciated those characters and I appreciated the show. And I said I will say this. I watched the show. I watched slash watched the show with the hopes mm. that it's going to educate me about things that I don't know as someone who moves about the world as non neurodivergent or non, you know, non special needs. Right. I want to make sure that I'm very careful mm. with that. But at the same time, there's also this kind of call in where it's, it's kind of in the same vein of what we expect, L, you know, non LGBTQ people to do. It's like, go do your research, go do this, go do that. And, it's, and I'm going not not all of the research out there is right. So, yes, if I want mm. I want to put out that and, and this is kind of good because we're actually changing some things up around here um and we're going to be calling more of our listeners in and our and 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 being more intentional about our guest person who wrote this email if you would like to be on the show and you want to come on not necessarily to fight or battle me because that's not gonna happen i'm gonna tell you that right now (laughs) with love this is not gonna be like this i really want this to be a conversation of i fucked up and I want to learn and understand how I fucked up and how other people can watch shows like Love on the Spectrum or Down with Love and not make the same, not not step in the same shit that I did per se, right? Like I I, I want to make sure that 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 conversation becomes a your listener mm-hmm. who we love and and we love our listeners, so we want you to come on and and, and we want to have that now. And, and and I will say this. As one of the the EPs on the show, if you feel like you're like, well, that's a lot. I don't feel like I have the labor to do that. I don't want to do it. But here's a person that you should reach out to who could come on and do it. 
please i follow um supernova mom and if and if you're okay if you listen to this and you hear this and you say supernova mom is a great person to have on the show i will tap her and ask her to come onto the show mm. and we will have this conversation but i want to make it very clear that i understand the 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 I, the intent wasn't to harm but i understand that harm was done and it's just something that i have to learn from so that's that's mm. where I'm at. But I wanted to acknowledge it on the air because I didn't want it to come across as being dismissive after you spent so much time writing that letter to us. Mm -hmm. That was what was important for me to that was why it was important for me to acknowledge it. And it truly it truly was a labor of love too. Like I can't imagine how how they felt writing it because they begin by saying begin and end by saying that they love the show and what we do right, right. on the show. And so I think it speaks to us as oh hell no. Sorry, I was like, nah, a chainsaw coming up in these streets. Um, and, oh, hell no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm about to get God. I'm about oh, to get God. Yeah, but it, I, think it, I think it speaks to the comfort that our listeners have with us with a share this and name right. us, right? Like, I imagine it was not easy for them to write this and send this into us. Amen. And, and again, like, it, but it was a labor of love for them to do it because they know that we can be better as, as people on the show. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I mean, and again, John, like, I really, I really want to like everyone give you flowers and be able to even like to do this because there are people who would have gone this and have tossed it away, ignored it and not said a damn thing about it. Oh my God. It's getting closer. I'm about to get God. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Y'all. This is a real, some real time shit, right? Right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This Not is you so... dealing with your fight and fight as we tried to host. Y'all make me look bad. Oh, <laughs> this is this is where no, it's real. It's just real. But truly, like mm -hmm. you are. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for saying this. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, and I want, like I said, I before we move on to our next segment, I definitely want to make it very clear that again, we again, as much as you see us, we see you, and we got to do better together. And so, yes, this was a moment for me to be like, okay, I need to be when I'm on the mic, I need to be more intentional with my words, um, and I'll make sure that I try to do that. And like I said, the invitation, the invitation is there if you want to come on down, come on down come on down uh we will definitely welcome we, we will welcome the conversation and like i said if you also have folks that you want to recommend um after hearing this episode we definitely want to keep the conversation going all right y'all so with that we're going to go ahead and take one more break but when we come back we are going to come back with your favorite segment yes ma'am no ma'am pam we'll be back in a sec All right, y'all. So we are back with, uh, again, y'all's favorite segment. And I wanted to ask you, you can go ahead. And I just, I love the idea of you going first. I feel like I've been talking about this episode. So what's your yes, ma'ams? What are your no, ma'am, pams? Let us have it. You are so sweet to ask this, John. Thank you so, so much. And you know, sometimes I, sometimes I love seeing yours first. That way I can, I can get inspired by it, but I, I will definitely be in today. I'll just say to folks, listeners right now, if you're hearing this, there is some shit going down right now outside that I just, this just has to happen. So you catch in real time. Sometimes this, you know, the, the studio ain't always perfect with, with us. Studio <laughs> ain't always perfect with us. It's going, it's wild. And this yes, is, this yes. is when a bitch gets for traveling. I know the bitch gets for traveling while mm -hmm. <laughs> recording. That's why you got to host, time. bitch. You got to a host <laughs> you got to be a host but okay <laughs> stop. Ooh, jesus 
says, no, my my yes ma'am, Pam. Okay, did you see the video of Dexter, our good sis, Dexter Maxfield for, for Skims? I did. Uh, so I have things about the brands itself. Like I'm like, I don't know how much I love Skims or if I like I it that much. Of my money. But yeah. the video, I fucked with it heavy. Okay. Dexter went, oh, the poetry, the body, the art, the art. The mm-hmm. artisticism, right? Like the the artness of it all was just yeah, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Dexter, I mean, truly, Dexter could like uh, th- anything Dexter does. I fucking love regardless. But Amen. this was amazing to see. And I was like, this is this is beautiful. It was. I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us something to love our bodies even more with, yeah. and to show how beautiful our bodies are. The person who captured the person who filmed Dexter. Thank you to that person for mm-hmm. like capturing such beautiful art as well too, and doing it in yeah. such a beautiful way. Mm. It was so special. So thank you, thank you, thank you. My no man Pam is there's a study released um, just I want to say about uh, just this this week or this past week that was about the correlation between police killings of black folks and black folks having less um, being less likely to sleep after hearing about killings of black folks mm, around them. Mm. And I say no ma'am mm. to that because, I mean, yes ma'am, obviously to the, to, the, to, the, to the research itself. But like, you know how messed up something has to be to like then have to make research about it, right? Like something right. has to be so messed up that you have to then research how police killings of black folks affect black, affect black people and their sleeping mm-hmm. and how much research there is about lack of sleep connecting to other chronic health issues or health conditions. Like these are the ways in which people don't understand how like how racism works, right? Like, Racism is not just a black a, a, a cop killing a, a, a cop killing a black person because they're they're racist ideas, but because of how that's shown in media and triggers and traumatizes more black folks, it then leads to them mm-hmm. not sleeping well, then leads to them having more poor health outcomes that affect them in their life. Yeah. Like yeah. this is how much racism can trickle down in, into people and how much it actually can kill us in the most inadvertent and like non-explicit ways. And so I want to just say no ma'am Pam to the fact that this is happening because like like black folks black folks deserve rest. We deserve rest. We deserve good sleep. We deserve peace. We deserve to not be killed. We we deserve to, to not be attacked or harassed. We deserve to not be frisked and searched just for being who we are. Like we deserve all these things. Mm. So like learn as as um, Tara Banks says, learn something from this. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes, uh, I appreciate that you mentioned that because I feel like uh, we're we're seeing more studies come out about how uh, different like d- different folds uh, if i guess that's the best word different folds of violence how it impacts us right and i'll even go to say that i think like you know when we talk about like poverty or we talk about the ways that society has set up black specifically black fat queer people to not be successful how even that impacts the way that a person's quality of life so i'm i appreciate that now it's not just us saying it it's actually like there is actual data behind what we're talking about and we're saying like hey we're we're stressed Mm -hmm. we're going through stuff um Mm -hmm. the data is showing that it's there right like there's quantitative and qualitative data that's there the math is math the math is mathing so yes definitely that and then i did want to say to your yes ma'am for folks who haven't had a chance to listen to the dexter mayfield um 
episode. If you go back, it's 1017. It was, uh, I think it's the second or third week of, of October. We have an episode with Dexter and it's called mm, the, diaspora. the Diaspora. Yeah, the Diaspora, okay. honey. So if you want to go back and listen to mm-hmm. that episode with them, uh, it was, it was honestly, in my opinion, one of the funnest. We key keyed and laughed very loudly into the mic on that episode. And so, uh, you could definitely go Same, back and listen yeah. to that. As for me, uh, my yes ma'ams this week, I want to start off talking about Victoria Monet. Um, I don't even want to spend a lot of time talking about the post about Beyonce because we all feel the same way about Beyonce. Um, I, I mean, we all love her and we all appreciate what Beyonce has done for us. But I just think there's something so special about someone who is who is standing in who they are. I know that she's not a person of size, but I definitely will say like seeing her go up for, you know, bisexual individuals, including that in her music, being so poignant about talking about it in her interviews and being so very upfront about her journey has been very, very, very inspirational to someone like myself. So if any of y'all know Victoria personally, if any of y'all work with Victoria, um, let her know that your girl's over here down to the BFF would love to talk to her. Um, even, yes. if, even if it's just for 10 minutes, Chad, I just want to make sure that she knows how much okay. she's loved and, and, and really being celebrated over here because honestly, she just, she just does it for me. Jaguar too. I will say this. It took me a minute to get on with Jaguar too. I, I instantly love Jaguar. The Jaguar too was just mm. little, it was a little different for me. And then now it's like one of the, like, I was just listening to it today when I was folding clothes. Like I literally cannot stop mm. listening to Jaguar too. So, um, it's just a beautiful body of work. I feel like everything she does is mm. intentional and I absolutely adore her to the moon and back. Um, no man, Pam. So I actually have two. So, uh, actually quite a few and I, I don't know how I'm gonna get to all of them because I got a lot of gripes, but because this week has just been so busy. Um, I'ma just go ahead and I'm gonna save that one. I'm gonna go ahead and start off with this. The people who have purchased the Apple Vision Pros and are doing dumbass shit with them, please stop. It's it's just stupid. Like you're making people like me who have them look dumb. Um, and I I genuinely like I I it's just annoying. I really hate that people are ruining something. Like I was so excited for them to come out and now I feel like the biggest idiot for purchasing them because of all of the stuff that people are doing. Um, so that's been that's been the first one. The second thing I wanted to quickly say um, to the point of T.S. Madison, I know a lot of people are circulating the clip from uh, Monique talking about the interaction she had with T.S. Madison before her show. And a lot of people have been talking about, oh, T.S. Madison. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. I don't know, not T.S. Madison, but Monique didn't get that she said a transgender, blah, 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 blah. I said this on Facebook and I'm going to say it here. My mama says they are they them. Okay. My mama always says that. Oh, my baby is a they them. Right. I know what my mama means. My mom is trying to show me that she loves me and that she appreciates me and that she recognizes my pronouns. That is exactly what Monique was doing. Monique was Mm. trying to show her appreciation and love for T.S. Madison for fixing a almost, what, 10-year relationship that was ruined, right? So I please get off of Monique's head. Like, it just, it bugs me that Monique can't do anything right to people. And it's like, she's out here trying. She's out here speaking Mm -hmm. truth to power, like, we like leave her alone like that's literally where my head is with that just leave monique alone let monique be monique let monique say what she needs to say monique ain't telling us nothing we ain't already know we've known the industry was trash we know that people in the industry get over on it being trash let monique be monique and let monique say what she needs to say because there are a lot of other people out there who are saying exactly what she's saying and we're not treating you in the same way so that's my last thing and the last thing mm-hmm. that I have to is fuck donald trump I want to say fuck Donald Trump because I think it's really he it's not even about this long trajectory of him doing dumbass shit and getting away with it. It's this trajectory of he's continuing to keep pouring into the 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 confines of our lives that you can you can keep doing terrible things and getting away with it. And this idea of him being like, oh, I shouldn't have to, like, I was president and I did this thing and now y'all are trying to convict me of it. Like, girl, <laughs> I'm so... <laughs> Why you sound French, though? Convict me of it? <laughs> so, Donald Trump? I'm so over it. Like, I'm just so over him and I just, it... it it boils like my soul boils thinking about it. So I just I I had to go on the mic and just say I don't and I don't, you know what I know Will listens to the show. Will just text me and said that he listened to last week's episode. Will I'm sorry if I get in trouble for this, but I will forever be fu- it will forever be fuck Donald Trump over here. It will it's just and it, that's just the way it's gonna have to be. So sorry. All right, y'all. With that being said, please send us your thoughts, your feedback, and emails. And yes, even you might have your email read on the air. You can also send us your thought via social media by interacting with our posts on Instagram and Twitter by using the handle at BlackFatFemPod. Queen Joho, my ace, my girl, my sister in the struggle. Where can the dolls find you? My sister. Of course, you're going to find me at Joho Daniels across all socials on my website at jordandaniels.com or outside Starbucks asking hoes how they like them to do Taylor Swift in the cup. Is it, does that taste good to y'all? Yeah, but mm, basic. Oh, can I just say, oh, I'm, I got to go on record and say this. 
So y'all know, oh Lord, what a, what a moment. Uh, so I went to the, <laughs> I know you talked about this last week about having to give up caffeine and girl, I had to give up sugar because my doctor was like, yo, you know, Miss Beatus is on your, she on your doorstep. And when you said having to give up, <laughs> no. oh, I was waiting for the, I was, I was praying for the boycott to be over and the thought that I can't have nothing from there no more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just want to share I was so waiting for that boycott to be over because I cannot miss my mango dragon fruit child. I just miss it so I really do. I miss it down to the tummy of mine. And I can't have it no more. And it's just it's it hurt like it hurts. It really, really hurts me that I can't have and eat and, and parlay and sugar <laughs> in the way that I used to. Do y'all hear the, the sadness in my in my voice, child? This is just I'm I'm down I'm, I'm down bad I'm down real bad. That's where I'm at. That's where you can find me. You can find me in the middle of the street in the rain singing like Usher with my shirt off. <laughs> Let it burn, honey. I'm just out there crying. Let it burn. Let it burn. When you better understand, you don't know what you want. You gotta be like you used to. You got it, but that's that's me. I am in the middle of the street, crying and kicking rain because I can't have sugar the way I want to. My God. Anyway, all that to be said, we want to thank our team of producers, managing executive producer Anna Hosnia and Rebecca Ramos, and our supervising producer Bay Wang for all of the things that they do, the handling of logistics, getting people booked, make sure that we get the information that we need to keep the show up and running over at Down to the iHeart. We also would like to shout out our wonderful mix master, sound engineer, and editor Chris Rogers, because without him, baby, there'd be no flavor in your ear. This has been another okay. show. Yes, God, Nessa. This has been another show. Stay black, fat, and femme, and fabulous. And remember, you've been that girl. Move accordingly. I love us for real. Yes. Bye. Bye. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.